You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Self Image Experience Podcast. I am your host, Chloe. And for all of you of my beautiful, wonderful, regular listeners, you probably noticed that uh, my voice is a little raspy, a little lower than usual. Um, Please excuse that. I am COVID positive and surviving day eight of being sick as a dog. So please excuse my voice. Um, For those of you who are new, I promise my voice does not always sound like this. So (laughs) maybe listen to a different episode and you'll see. This is actually just an introduction today, though, for this episode, because if you noticed in the title, um, the actual episode is part two. So a few weeks ago, I interviewed Jess um, Coffey, who is a legacy coach and healer. And she and I had this beautiful conversation, um, and it lasted a really long time. So I wanted to split it up for you guys. So last week was part one. If you haven't listened to it, I would suggest starting there and not just starting into this side of things. Um, So have a listen to that, and then come back over here and listen to part two. That is what today will be. So that is it. Enjoy. The way that we we perceive and we take these traumas, like that can be very triggering until we become aware and until we become aware of those things. And you can be grateful and you have to be grateful if you want to move through that experience. Because if you have whatever your level or degree of trauma is, those things did serve you. Even though you think that they don't, that thing, that experience, that circumstance, it did serve you to some degree. Who did you have to become to get through that? What did that allow you to go through to get where you are now? And if that wouldn't have happened, like people want to say, well, if that didn't happen, I would be here, here, and here. But you have no idea. Like you Exactly. Maybe you wouldn't even be in the same air, like the same mind frame. Exactly. And so that we can use as power because someone who has never gone through something in their life they are they are not going to have the skills and experience and like the raw knowledge of how to do those things. And so it really, it, if you can come Even, from that part of you that can be grateful for it, like that serves us in such massive ways. It even creates more compassion within you because you understand what it meant to go through that experience. And yeah. I would- it back to nature because we might look at nature like right now it's cold outside tomorrow's gonna be like minus 30 and so we can look at the tree and be like the tree is freezing like it lost all <laughs> leaves it lost its beauty it's like has to deal with the snow but it's going through that phase because it's going through like a hibernation a mm. reset and then it's gonna bloom it's gonna harvest it's gonna it's gonna be able to expand and multiply its leaves across like the field so yes. it's kind of like that. And through your gratitude, you're also, science has proven that like the world is expanding and multiplying. Yes. And you are a universe within yourself, right? So mm-hmm. whatever you're thinking, the energy that you come in is multiplying and expanding. So if it's um, anger, doubt, blame, that's also going to multiply. If it's gratitude, happiness, joy, that's also going to multiply. 
Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's perpetuated because you're, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. As you're thinking more <laughs> about that, it's like, are you giving, um, are you giving attention to the, the negativity or are you giving attention to the other side of it? Because whatever you are, that's, what's going to continue that snowball effect. And like, also want to say that, yeah, you might still, I mean, you might, you will still experience, you know, these types of thoughts, these more negative things, um, the ones that don't feel as good. However, you don't have to give it your attention and your focus. You can just allow it to be there and, and go through the art of allowing and just mm. let it be there and then shifting into the other side. And okay, I feel that, I feel that shittiness, but how can I go into a more positive focus? What good can I have? And that ties back into the gratitude. What do yes. I have to be grateful for? I love that. I wrote down self-fulfilling prophecy because that's, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just makes sense, right? It does. It does. Love amazing. it. Yeah. Okay. So what else do we have to talk about here? Uh, Let me just see. I mean, do- I was going to say, I'm going to check my notes, but like, if <laughs> there's something else that you want to move into, like, please go ahead. Um, so yeah, it was about becoming your higher self and what you put in and, um, out of your body. Yeah. And what you put in and out of your body. So I'm going to talk about, yeah. so I do talk a lot about what we put in. So we've already talked about the energy aspect of it. What you put inside your body, it always become, begins with your thoughts. So, um, it goes back to energy. I am hungry. So you're going to do the action to feed yourself. I am thirsty. You're going to do the action to get some, some liquid, right? So the thought, um, ideas, everything that exists in our world all began with a thought. Yes. That is what you put in your idea, uh, in the world. <laughs> That's what you put in your vessel, in your vehicle. And then your behavior emanates that out, right? So yeah. um, what you think is possible versus what you think impossible. These are statements, whether they're positive or negative, like we said, or a lesson, a challenge, or um, a goal, they don't just go away. It's like they become a canvas in your life or a room. Um, yeah, it becomes like on your walls. They're in, and it's, um, it's like your journey of life. So it's like you can look at those words, you can look at the that canvas, and that's what helps you get through life, whether positive or negative again. They don't just fall away. So an example of uh, a corrupt pathway, I would like to say, it's like a pathogen in your mm in your life i don't want to use i also don't want to use bad or anything but we're going to say corrupt because it's like a virus or your biological computer yes um, is where you have limited beliefs of what you are capable of doing okay so the things everything you want in your life you deserve the only thing that's stopping you from getting it is your mindset yes is your belief that you are capable of getting it and that's what you put inside your body Yes. That's what I mean by what you put in your body. So now everyone has this vision of their higher self, of what they want to do, of how they want their relationships to look, of how they want life to look. And this is usually living in ease, living in peace, living. Everybody wants joy. Everybody wants happiness. But we have these restricting stories that prevent us from living with ease. And so that's when the external comes out, because once you know what the restricting beliefs are, once you know what your higher self is, it comes back to awareness, then you're able to align yourself and attract the things externally that will help you with that. So a simple example is lotions and creams. There are lotions and creams 
that with the intention that is set is that it will heal and help moisturize your body. Right. Others where the intention is profit. So they don't really care about your hormones. They don't care about your bodily functions. And so if you're someone that says, my body is a vessel, it's a temple. I love it. This is your what's going in your body, the intention that you're setting. I love my body. I want it to be in optimal function. Um, then you're going to attract the products that will allow you to do to to be in that feeling. And so that's what you put on your body. You're not you're not you're, you're no longer going to take in poison. You're going to take in things that make you feel light and good and bright. Yeah, a self care routine that makes you feel good. That's in alignment with your thought. So now, not only externally do you have things that are um, that make you feel good, but internally, it corresponds with that speech. Okay. So that's about what you put in and out of your body. And if it's in alignment, then it leads to your highest and greatest. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you're allowing your true, your higher, your authentic, whatever you want to call that, like higher version of yourself to lead. And so it goes back to that intention. Like what is the intention? And then that kind of... Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> One sec. That was a generator. Holy. Oh, okay. <laughs> that like, I almost jumped out of my body there. Um, sorry about that. We're going to try to cut that out of this episode. Um, but anyways, um, where were we? In and out of the body is going to align for your higher self. Yes. And you're allowing, thank you. You're allowing that part of yourself to lead. And because of that intention behind it, you know, you're choosing the things that are for your highest good, because you can, like we were talking about earlier, you can allow that familiar old self to lead, which is maybe going to pick easy things, cheap things, um, things that maybe taste good or things that look good, but they have maybe not the best ingredients or whatever versus that higher self, which with that intention going, okay, she wants, you know, the things that are going to make her feel good on the inside, the things that are going to actually, you know, make her healthy. And in turn, that comes from the inside because you're feeling good about those decisions, but then also on the outside and what you've put put on the inside. And then that kind of all flows based on your thinking, which flows into your behavior and kind of creates your results. So yeah, that's so cool. Yes. Your behavior will always prove your mindset. Always. Yes. And that's why I I can't remember. I think we talked about this before when, um, you know, if you're unsure of like what you're thinking, which can be tricky to get to if you're new, like to just go, well, what am I thinking? Because it's not like a surface level, right? Like it's subconscious thinking a lot of the time, like 90 to 95%, right? So if you just look around and say, okay, what do I have in my life? What kind of products am I using? What kind of foods am I eating? What kind of behavior am I doing? That's going to show you what you're thinking about. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it's so like, it's, it seems so simple, but like, obviously it's not as simple when you're, when you're doing the things, right? Because you're going to look around and you're going to say, this is what, so probably everyone has a list of what they want, what they want to be doing, their mission, right? Yeah. But it's enjoying the journey. It's because it's going to take step by step. And this is something that I had to learn because I'm actually someone that's um, impatient. (laughs) I want things right now. I have a lot of fire energy. I'm like, I want it now. And what I had to learn was like, 
step and then next step and then another step. And so it took me a while. Now I can enjoy, um, I can enjoy the, the, the me that's impatient or I can enjoy the me that's like excited. I can enjoy all aspects of me. I can enjoy the me that sometimes is not the most patient. And so it can be a little bit harsh because now I'm someone that laughs at everything. And my family used to find that so annoying. <laughs> As <laughs> and, we're like both laughing now. <laughs> and people are like, that's a, that's a defense mechanism. But the thing is, I find the joy in everything. So even the just that like maybe didn't say the harshest things, there was a truth in that. And so that's funny because like at that moment, that's what she was feeling. And so that's what came out. And so it's like, that was part of her journey because that led her to reflecting on it. And now that made her more patient. So just enjoying the whole process, step by step by step. You're not going to get everything. If you got everything you wanted tomorrow, you wouldn't be prepared to handle it. Hell no, like not at all. Like you have to work your way there. And I think, uh, I love that you, you mentioned that because that is something I think we all get caught up in sometimes is just thinking like, oh, if I just had all these things tomorrow, (laughs) then I would just be happy and everything would be beautiful. But like, the thing is, is that you can't actually handle all of that. Like if you were to all of a sudden have all the things that you want, like you would a not even be the person who you needed to become to have those things. So you probably wouldn't keep them, but you wouldn't be able to handle it either. So yeah, that's, that's such a great point right now. Yeah, sorry, repeat that. I was totally talking over that. <laughs> so, so see the beauty in where you are right now. Enjoy it. Laugh about it. Yes, yes. Because yeah, it's not about having that result, having that external thing, because that's like two seconds of the the journey. Like it's mm-hmm. about enjoying and about becoming who you are to get the thing. And then that just comes as like a side result, but you're spending the majority of your time in the actual journey of it. So I love that, you know, you're someone who is naturally able to kind of, I know you said you're impatient and it took some time, but like (laughs) being able to be like bubbly and upbeat and giggly at things. Like, I think that's so lighthearted and beautiful that you can be that way through the journey. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you say that it was hard for you, but like being an 11 year old and a 16 year old, who's like thinking about the things that you were and you're like, still like, Oh, how can I help people? How can we support people? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's something that you're actually naturally very good at. So maybe it seemed challenging, but like you, you definitely do have a, um, you have a really like bubbly, like energetic personality. Mm -hmm. So I think that's beautiful. And you, you know, you learn to, to work with that side of yourself and to kind of use it into a way that's, that's your power and not as something that people are like, Oh, like something's wrong with you. You're like, no, this (laughs) is my power. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And those actually, that's the pros and cons of being an optimist, right? Because you see it already. So you're like, I want to be there because I see it. Yes. And you're like, no, but it's also the bubbly side that keeps you going. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I I think it's totally a a superpower. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So let's go in. We've talked so much. This is going to be like a maybe a a difficult to digest. Like this is maybe a level advanced episode for people. So let's bring it in um, and and tell me otherwise if you were going to say something different. But I was going to say, tell me about how we can simply start to like increase our energy. What can we start with? Where do we need to begin? Perfect. That's perfect. Um, So for anybody that wants to begin today, start with breath work. Because Mm. 
we breathe so much. Do you know how many times a day? (laughs) No. What is the number? Do you know? (laughs) I think it's about two. Actually, I had an expert come onto my show. Um, I think per day, he said it was 200,000 times. Which is a lot. Yeah. And then he gave me the lifelong, like how much we breathe on average, like for lifetime. Whoa. Yeah. That would that's on episode uh, season two episode one if you guys want to check that. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, we need to check these out. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some stats in the show notes for sure. <laughs> so we breathe a lot, but it's on automatic. Okay, so naturally, kids naturally they do a natural breath work, which is breathing into their stomach, breathing into their chest, right? Okay, and then breathing out. We kind of forgot how to do that, but the simplest way for me to put this is: How do you breathe when you're angry? How do you breathe when you're happy? How do you breathe when you're sad? How do you breathe when you're stressed? Sometimes we're breathing like we're stressed, but we're not stressed. So we put ourselves in a stress mindset. Mm, Yes. Okay. Sometimes how do you breathe when you're hyperventilating? So imagine you're breathing like you're hyperventilating, but you're actually not actually hyperventilating. You put yourself in that state of anxiety. Yeah. So learning what your breath of joy is, knowing what it is to be present with your breath. So what I like to do is simply bringing consciousness to my breath, bringing awareness to my breath, because breath is consciousness. (laughs) So bringing awareness to my breath, breathing in, breathing out, feeling it go all the way to my toes, to my arms, feeling that energy expand in my body, because that's the energy. Oxygen is what we need to, to, for our heartbeat to continue. It's our life force, right? For our lungs to pump, for the blood to circulate within us but nobody really talks about CO2. So what I add to breath work is holding your breath sometimes because CO2 is what actually allows the oxygen to circulate in your body. We need CO2. We say it's the trash, the trash um, uh, part of breathing, but we take oxygen from the trees and oxygen and the trees take CO2 from us, which means the tree needs CO2 for us to actually live in this world where we get oxygen. So simple exercise, do some breath work, inhale, connect to your breath. Exhale, feel the release, inhale, hold your breath for a few seconds or as long as you can hold. Exhale, hold your breath, inhale, hold your breath, exhale, hold your breath. And that one, um, that when you hold your breath on the inhale and the exhale, that reconnects you to your heart. So you can even have your hands on your heart, feel your heartbeat, and it's going to relax you. So you're going to relax in the holding of your breath. You're going to optimize your circulation. You're going to optimize your mindset because you have to push your, push through your limits. Yeah. The one time you're like, I can't breathe. The second time it's going to be easier. The third time it's going to be easier. And so you're also slowing down. So what monks do is that they slow down their breath. And so that puts them in um, the state of patience, compassion, happiness, flow. So that's something anybody can do working with your breath. Yeah. It's your energy. Yeah. Breath work. Honestly, I, I have been, um, not as regular on breath work, but when I first started, when I was first introduced into breath work, it was like life changing. Like I had, I I was having a lot of challenges, like getting deeper into the layers when Mm -hmm. I was doing my learning. And when I incorporated breath work and was kind of guided through it the first time, that's when like, after holding my breath and being pushed, you, you're like being pushed to the edge of your limit, like your, yeah. your comfort zone. 
that's where you really like, you really start to get to know yourself and you start to uncover those things. Um, but not only that, it's coming back to exactly what you said is just focusing on the breath and putting your nervous system either into a state of panic or into a state of relaxation. And that is so big. And sometimes just the awareness of coming back to your breath and like being like, oh my gosh, I've been holding my breath or like I've been breathing so shallow. Like you don't realize. So yeah, that's beautiful. So the best way, just Ryan, best way, breathe into your stomach and then breathe into your chest. Stomach and then chest. Okay. Sometimes we forget the diaphragm. And so, you know, when you're like slouched and you're like sitting onto your diaphragm, opening through your breath helps a lot. Interesting. Is there a, um, like a resource or like a, is there a term for this style of breathing? Um, what he told me was prayanama. Am I saying it? Prayanama. I think I'm saying it right. Prayanama. Prayanama breathing, which is life force breathing. Life force breathing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will put a, um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, so that that way, if you're listening and you know, whether you're already doing breath work and you want a different technique to try, or if you're like brand new to this and you want to give it a try, then, you know, that will be there for you as well. Give some resources. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah. Breath work is, I like that you, uh, you know, you mentioned it with like the tree too. I just saw this picture and it was like a picture of the inside of our lungs, like the yeah. lung anatomy. Yeah. And then the tree and it's like, it's the same thing. And like when we breathe in, we're taking in what the trees give us and then it goes the opposite direction, which is so insane. Yeah. It's like that energy, that nature, we are all connected. And so to be able to connect with that breath work, you are putting yourself into that state and you're reconnecting and you're, you're kind of resetting things. So that's, yeah, beautiful. So that's the easiest out of all the things you can do. That's the easiest one. Like just the easiest. Okay. And that's what you would recommend. Like first steps. Exactly. Awesome. Um, other than breath work and getting into, you know, all of the energy and the mindset work, um, where else can we kind of start working on these things? Hmm. Or like, what would you recommend, um, like putting into practice? So something, okay. I don't, I want, I want to give something that's simple, but, uh, decluttering. Okay. We're not just, we're not like, it's like that nurture versus nature. It's nurture and nature. So you have all these ideas and these things and this information within you, but if you're not in the right environment, then it's like you're suppressing that. Mm. So decluttering, and you can start with one thing, decluttering, going through your cabinet and decluttering what is actually not serving your, your goal. Um, doing the exercise one in 10 with the people in your life. <laughs> so it's not that you won't see mom anymore. It's more that you <laughs> do less visits. So instead of seeing her on a day where you have, a, let's say, an important appointment and you want to ace it and you need to be in the zone, you're going to see her more in a day where everything is calm, peaceful. You can go and you can listen to her and watch her and you can give her love and you know that okay, she might pick at me today, but I know I'm going to go home and do some self-care. So it's not too bad. <laughs> so yeah. just that balance and decluttering what is not serving your priority. 
So there's some things you're never, it's not, you're never going to eat a burger again. It's just that now that your body functions so well that when you eat a burger, you digest it better. And so it doesn't impact your bowel movement. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love how also we just use mom and bowel movements in the same (laughs) (laughs) same example. Um, But yeah, that's such a great question. Like such a great question for not only your environment, but like every single thing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a one or a 10 and does it serve me? Exactly. Exactly. So do the breath work and then declutter because now you're in the state of mind where you're at peace, you're aware, you're, you're in joy. And so you can look at your cabinet and you're like, oh, this doesn't make me feel good. And you throw throw it away. Or you look at the people, it could be a friend even that you're like, okay, she likes to gossip. I'm not in the mood to gossip today. So we're going to limit that. Yes. Yeah. Aspect of your life. Yes, for sure. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that wisdom. Like, wow, people are going to need to listen to this episode like three times over. (laughs) That's okay. All energy. That's what's crazy. (laughs) Right. And like the other crazy thing is that we could keep going, I'm sure. Like, there's so much more that we didn't even touch on, but like, that's probably overwhelming. And we're trying to reduce that here. So. Um, okay. So what I want to leave people with then is I want you to tell everyone where they can find you, how they can work with you and, um, yeah, how, how they can connect with you. (laughs) Amazing. So I'm most active on Instagram, uh, and on YouTube. So on Instagram, I do little uh, reels or little video videos, motivational, or I let you guys know what's happening in my life. And on YouTube, I have my show, which is bursting with energy. So where I give cost-free tips on how to increase energy in all areas of life. So there's mindset, meditation, passion, decisions, inner child, judgment, spirituality. Um, and then if you actually want to work with me as a coach, then you can either write to me on Instagram or you can go on my website, ijustflow.com. And I do one-on-one consultations. Um, so you could do one like an opening conversation one-on-one. We go over what's happening in your life, but you need to change. And then you kind of go and try that on your own. (laughs) Or we do a two-day one where it's the same thing, basically the same thing as the the first. We talk about what's going on. The second day, we talk about the obstacles that you need to overcome. And then I give you a one-month planner. And then you go and you try and do that (laughs) on your own as well. Um, I have another one where it's a five-day angst breathing, where I teach you different breathing techniques uh, for five days, 20 minutes. And um, it's basically to help you overcome any type of emotion that may be draining or putting pressure on you. And my most popular is Mastering Emotional and Spiritual Intimacy, which is about 12 weeks. And we go through inner and outer work, how to apply it. So we go through a discover phase, an implement phase, and a surrender phase, which is basically everything we talked about today. Discovering our implementing the conditions to succeed and surrendering to the flow of life. (laughs) Beautiful. I love that. You have so many different um, options starting at, you know, all of your free content, which is very inclusive. Like there's so much there. And then, you know, you have different levels and depending on what your client is wanting, um, you know, there's, there's so many different levels to work with you. So that's awesome. I actually have, sorry, one more, uh, which (laughs) Which, which is the 21 day intensive. This one is the hardest one, but it's hard. you go through 21 days every day 
um, where you're, you have five habits that at the end you're like, these are habits. So it's like, these are the habits that I want to have at the end of the 21 days. So we practice them every day for the next 21 days. So we talk every day. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That does sound very intense. And Honestly, when you're doing something like that, I think that intense and like consistent is the best and maybe the only way to really make that successful. So that's so cool that you have all these offerings. I'm going to drop all of the information, all the links, all the everything that you mentioned into the show notes. So that way, if you are wanting to work with Jess, then that will all be there for you. You can just go into the show notes and it will be simple for you because once you hop over into her program, it's not going to be so simple anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll make it simple where but we can. Fun, guys. I guarantee funness. <laughs> yes. Just because it's challenging doesn't mean it is not fun. So that's, that's a guarantee. Um, okay. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on today, Jess, and for sharing so much information. Like that is honestly just so wonderful. I enjoyed it. And I know that my listeners are going to enjoy it as well. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. (laughs) All right, my friend, I will chat with you later on. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm grateful for you. And I'm even more excited that you're showing up and ready to create a life that you never dreamed imaginable. If you love this podcast, but you're looking for even more and you're ready to take your life to the next level, come join me in a one-on-one private coaching package that is designed just for you. This is where we apply the work to bring you from where you are now to creating a life that is literally beyond your wildest dreams. So head over to my Instagram and send me a DM to get the application process started. The only person that can change your life is you. You just have to decide. Have a beautiful week and I'm sending you all the love and positive vibes. Looking forward to hearing from you and I can't wait to see what you create in your life.